Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of In Love. I am so happy to be here and to speak to you all today about God's unconditional love. Uh, love, you know, we hear it day in and day out. We hear it in the word of God. We hear it in our everyday lives. Um, but the Bible tells us exactly what love is. God is love. And whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. And that's stated in um, 1 John 4.16. And as I sit here and I reflect on that and think about everything that's happening in the world around us and how much hate and evil is prevailing, how can one still live in love and practice love on a daily basis? Uh, and I think that there are layers to this. There is a love that is internal and relates to us as individuals and us personally, how we feel about ourselves. And there's also that external love that we show to those around us that we care about. So let's let's take some time and explore this a little bit. And I know that for me, love was something that for a good part of my life, flowed through family. So you feeling the love of your family. And then as I grew older, and when I say older, I mean like childhood age, going to Sunday school and learning about Jesus and how much he loved me, I realized that, you know, he sacrificed so much for my life and, and what a gift that was. But I think as you go through life, you have so many experiences. And I know for myself, I I was looking for love and, and looking for love in relationships, looking for love um, with partners, you know, and never really came to a point where I felt that it could compare to God's love. And I think that I... I don't want to say wasted, but I think that over time I've realized that although you might love somebody or give your heart to somebody, it's 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 different um, when you're giving your heart to God, because God is God is love, like we said before, and He is He is waiting to just pour out his love on us too, right? He has so much to tell us and so much to give us. And there's no fear in his love. There's no, there's no hate in his love. There's no um, making one to feel inferior in his love. Whereas love with, with um, partners or in relationships can sometimes be very jaded. People who say that they love us sometimes are the ones who hurt us most deeply, you know, and can leave us with a lot of pain. And this is a pain that you can't see with the eye, but it's an internal pain that cuts deeply. But with God, you can rest assured that that would never, ever happen because his love is pure and really it's it's by his grace and his love through our faith in him um 
that that he he has saved us and and will make us whole and i know that for some it might be hard to picture someone loving you or you loving someone that you you can't see with the naked eye and this is where the word of god comes in in jeremiah 31:3 the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness, you know, and we can also be assured in John three sixteen that you are love. God so loved you that he gave his son and that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, have eternal life. So we read in his word, and these are just a few um, scriptures. I'll give you one more in 1 John 3, 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The world, the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. So Jesus... Jesus was like the epitome of God's love. Like he... He he sent his son so that we could redeem we we could be redeemed so that we could have a relationship with God and for me this this relationship is so special. I realize that again as I've walked through life, there have been times when I felt very alone, felt like there was nobody there for me except God. He was the one that always had my back when nobody was listening or there was no one to talk to, or I was ridden in shame. I was ridden in guilt. I felt low. I could always come to God. I can always speak to him, pray to him. I spent a lot of time and still do spend a lot of time writing to him, reading his word. And this reminds me that his love is the greatest love, right? I want to give my heart to him first and foremost, because I know when I give my heart to God, it's not going to be broken. It's not going to be stepped on. It's not going to be taken advantage of. He loves me unconditionally, and he loves you too unconditionally, in spite of what you look like, where you're from, what troubles you've got into, you name it, he loves you regardless. He created you and he wants to welcome you into his, his arms, into his family. And I think, you know, going back to this personal and, and, and this, this look at oneself, sometimes again, like when we see ourselves and when we, when we think about our lives, we might feel inadequate. We might feel like we're not good enough or people might lead us to feel like we're not good enough but again I want to assure you that you are good enough for God and he sacrificed everything for you to to be in a right relationship with him right so love love is love is everything and when we move into kind of thinking about loving others the bible talks a lot about loving others and you know being there for our brothers and sisters and not turning an, a blind eye to one's pain and this is so important i feel like 
the world, and I'm sure others feel the same, the world right now needs more love, is desperate for more love. I feel like people are very much focused on themselves and the magnifying glass is on me, 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 when really the magnifying glass should be on God, right? And what he what he says and what he expects. And he does expect us to love. He expects us to, to love our family members, to love our partners. Um, he says in Colossians 3.14, and above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. I believe that if people showed more love or let love kind of be at the forefront, then there would be less hurt and less pain um, in the world today. You know, I spent time as a counselor for many years and, and speaking to people who have just been so hurt, you know, by again, people who said that they love them or who cared about them or people who may have pretended to love them just to take advantage of. And this should not be. The Bible also says in 1 John 4, 8, that anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So if you know God and you are trying your best to live in a way that's pleasing to him, then you're going to do everything in your power to show love to others, even if it's difficult. And I want to stop there for a second because... I think it's important to emphasize that it is difficult sometimes to love people and to see people the way that God sees them. So just as I am a creation of God, you are a creation of God. We are all creations of God. We are all um, his His uh, workmanship, right? Uh, but there are times when people will will hurt us and it takes so much to be able to forgive and, and to move on with that. But that, again, is what the Bible is expecting us to do so that we don't live with bitterness in our hearts, so that we don't now become hateful beings, right? You could be so angry with somebody and let that anger and that hate take over until you essentially lose all the love that you had within you, you know, and start hurting other people too. So, we want to prevent that. We want to keep our focus on what God expects and what he, he is trying to tell us to do, you know, and to follow his, his program. And his program says, again, in John 15, verse 12, my command is this, to love each other as I have loved you, you know, so again, I'm not here saying that that's an easy thing to do. I know um, for myself personally, there have been times when, again, I was so hurt uh, in my relationships that, you know, it, it was difficult. I had to go through a process to get through that pain and realize that, you know, God is going to get me through this and maybe this relationship is not going to work, but I'm not going to spend my time hating this person. I'm not going to spend my time um, ruminating over this person. You know, I'll pray for them. I pray that 
they come to a place in their life when they realize how important love is and they realize, um, you know, that there are some changes that they need to make in their life. But that doesn't necessarily reflect, you know, who I am or how God sees me, right? And that takes time. It takes time to let go. Because really, at the end of the day, like Proverbs 10 verse 12 says, hatred stirs up conflict, right? But love covers all wrongs, you know? So we don't want to stir up conflict with other people. It's so much better to live in peace as much as you can with others. I mean, it's, again, something that's not, that's easier said than done. But if at all, I think that it's best not to stir up conflict. And sometimes you just have to remove yourself from certain relationships and remove yourself uh, from certain situations so that it doesn't stir up conflict, you know? And you can love someone but not talk to them on a regular basis or not be in a relationship with them necessarily, but not wish any bad on them or, you know, have any ill intention um, towards them. Because at the end of the day, too, we have to remember, uh, like in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So as much as somebody that may have hurt you um, is, is, you know, maybe unremorseful or not apologizing and is sinning, um, you too have sinned in your life. We've all sinned in our lives, right? Um, and I think for me personally, when I think about that, it humbles me a little bit and reminds me that nobody on this earth is perfect, right? Nobody is going to do things right 100% of the time. Um, and again, you know, I can forgive this person, move on. Uh, maybe, you know, the relationship with this person won't continue or, you know, maybe it'll, I'll see them less uh, and less, but I'm going to try my best or I'm not going to hold any grudges against them um, because we, we've all sinned you know, but at the same time, like, I want to protect my peace, and I'm not necessarily held to, um, you know, maintaining a relationship with someone that, um, where it doesn't suit me anymore, or where things have changed uh, between us, you know, so I, I think that, you know, again, Romans, in Romans 5, 8, it says that God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So how can we demonstrate that same love um, to others? And again, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be, um, you know, co-workers, people that we work with. It, it could be a stranger even. How can we demonstrate God's love more regularly in our lives, you know, and demonstrate it, but also receive it, right? And if we're actively receiving God's love and, you know, receiving his unconditional love, we'll have love to pour out. So it's like God's love is pouring into us and we're pouring that love into the lives of other people. And what a world, what a world that, that would be if, we all kind of strive to do this. 
I think it would be a better place than it is right now. And I know many feel again that we're living in such perilous times and it seems like there's no hope on the horizon, but I want to encourage you to keep the faith, keep hope in God. His love will prevail. You know, we might not know when it's going to happen, but we can assure that we can be assured that it will happen because that's what the word of God says, you know, and in the meantime, while we're here, we want to cling to what is good. You know, we want to, like in Romans um, 12, 10, um, we want to be devoted to one another in love and honor one another above yourselves, right? And that's, again, very hard to do. How can I, how can I honor someone above myself when I'm so important? <laughs> I'm not that important, right? And I think we all have to come to that realization that wherever you are in life, um, you are not so important or so um, high up there that you cannot um, devote yourself to somebody else or to serve somebody else or to love somebody else, right? Um, and the Bible talks about this kind of humility all through um, all through the word, right? We want to show kindness. We want to show love. We want to show mercy in the same way that Jesus um, showed showed us, right? And another very well-known uh, scripture in the Bible uh, in John 13, 34, it says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another, right? It's so important. It's so important. And the only way that we're going to get out of this kind of um, this kind of situation where people are so self-serving, people are so selfish, people are hurting other people. Um, you know, it's 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 just so terrible. Um, in order to get out of this, we have to plant seeds of love in our minds right? The Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. We must start planting new seeds. Even if everyone around you is, you know, so evil and unkind and, you know, doing everything that will more stir up conflict or perpetrate more hurt, we have to try our best to plant seeds of love, of joy, of kindness. And this can be very, very difficult. You know, it can be really, really hard and it could even seem useless, right? But at the end of the day, the, the word of God says that, you know, we will receive a crown. We will receive a crown if we continue to push forward and to press forward uh, God's agenda, God's agenda of righteousness, God's agenda of love, right? And we can also rest assured that in the times when we fall short, that he is right there. He is right there to forgive us and to get us back on track. We have um, a beautiful, beautiful description of love. Um, another um, very common uh, scripture in 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 7. It says that love is patient love is kind. 
It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not dis- it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Hallelujah. It's beautiful. Love is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we are all capable. We are all capable of sharing this kind of love, right, with those around us. We are, we are encouraged to, in the word of God, to, to display this kind of love to others, you know, keeping no record of wrongs, not, you know, forgiving someone, but then every two seconds we're bringing up what they had done wrong to us, right? Um, it's not self-seeking. So it's not just like doing things for our own um, gain or, you know, uh, to make ourselves look better, right? Because at the end of the day, when we do that, it's not true love and God can see our heart. Others might not see our intentions, but God can see our intentions, right? Love does not delight in evil. And again, you want to plant seeds of love and in love, there is no evil. There's also no fear in love, right? We want to protect. We want to always trust. We want to always keep hope. We want to always persevere. That is what love does, right? That is what love love does. So this is kind of like the blueprint, right? This is the blueprint for love. And and you know to to move for, further in that the bible even tells us that we have to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you matthew uh, 544 and this may seem completely unhinged right how am i going to love my enemy but i can tell you from experience that loving your enemy and releasing your enemy or someone who has hurt you to God is the best thing that you could ever do. It sets you free. You're not holding anything. When you see that person, nothing is there, right? Because you haven't been harboring feelings um, of hate towards them. You've been praying for them. You've been praying that God would speak to them and, and you know, you've been praying that God would, 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 you know, just consume them. You've been wishing the best for them, right? And that's what the Bible says to do. We have to love our enemies. We have to, we have to pray for people who are persecuting us or or hurting us um, in some way. It's so, so important. And the Bible also talks about, you know, kind of being happy or gloating, right? When something bad happens to someone who has hurt us or someone who has persecuted us, right? Um, The Bible actually warns against doing this. You know, we shouldn't gloat or be happy when somebody that has hurt us um, is now in a difficult situation, 
right? Because it says in Proverbs that if we do that, then God's anger um, will turn against that person and now turn towards you, right? Because you're not God. And I know we hear, you know, a lot about, oh, karma, they deserved what they got, they deserved it. But again, let's be mindful. Let's be mindful about what the word of God says about gloating when other people fall. And I think, again, another way to see this is to remember all the times when you fell, right? Or also um, put yourself in, in, in their shoes, right? We can pray definitely for God to make things right and, you know, for them to, again, be consumed by the love of God and to um, understand what it is that God is trying to show them and for them to live right. But we shouldn't take it as far as to glow and be happy um, when someone else fails or when someone else um, or someone who has hurt us uh, fails or goes through a difficult, difficult time, right? Because we're trying again to live in love. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think, I think that in everything we do, it is possible to show kindness. It is possible to show love. Uh, we have choices to make in all of our interactions, right? And I think it's super important to think before we speak, think before we act, and just be a little bit more conscious going forward about showing love to others. And when it comes to yourself personally, if you're a person who has dealt with a lot of self-esteem issues or has been made to feel like you were no good and um, just having a hard time uh, with in relationships with others, just be reminded that God loves you unconditionally. He loves you exactly the way that you are and he wants to make you better. He wants to work on you, right? It's not over yet. There's so much more in store for your life and he wants you to believe that and to see it for yourself right? He didn't put you on this earth for you to wither away and um, in depression or wither away in, in, in pain. He didn't. You have a purpose. And although things might seem horrible um, on the outside right now, believe that God will bring you through it. Have faith that Jesus will see you through it and that there are better days to come. So I want to pray with you right now. If you're out there listening um, and you're going through a difficult time, I just want to take some time to pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, you are a gracious, loving God. You have loved us, Father God, before we were even created, Father God. You have been with us, Lord, even when it felt like there was no one around your word tells us that you love us unconditionally. And I pray right now to anyone who's listening, who is going through a difficult situation, unbearable situation, I pray that your love will prevail in that situation. I pray that you will show your sons and daughters how much you love them and that you would help them through this time so that they will give you all the glory and all the praise. I believe that you are able, you are able, Lord, to heal. You are able to set free. You are able to change and to turn around the situation that they're in. And I pray, Lord, that you would. 
We love you and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you um, don't have a home church and you're in the Montreal area, please feel free to come by Rehoboth Church of God at 4874 Grand Boulevard in Montreal. And if you're not in the Montreal area, uh, but feel like God is speaking to you and you want to get closer to him, I encourage you to continue praying, continue reading the word of God, and continue to be in fellowship or get into fellowship with other believers in your area. Okay? So thank you so much for listening. And remember, let everything you do be done in love.